And we're experiencing a weird heat wave where I am in September and I want to get back to the rainiest town in the continental US for the vibes. Mm, right. Chapter five. Invitations. So good. It's it's a chunky boy and not for the usual reason. There's stuff that happens in this chapter. It's not just Edward moaning. There's like it's events not. and scenes. It's a good I time. i surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we're not used to it. We've got so much to cover. Yeah. He has a lot to cover. He still has a lot of thoughts, don't you guys worry. But, like, mm-hmm. stuff happens. But there's, like, action and conversations yeah. rather than just, like, and then we had one conversation and I mm. thought about it for 40 pages. Yeah, <laughs> they have multiple conversations. Anyway, it's right. It's a good time. Let's summarise this thing. Sure. Right. So we start off in high school. Mm-hmm. Purgatory. And <laughs> Purgatory. <laughs> or Hell. <laughs> It's Hell. a good time. He's just going around um, watching Bella get invited to the dance by lots of different suitors yes. and getting jealous. Um, it was wonderful. Um, he's like, he's really annoyed by it, but then also it's like, oh, it's quite good that she's actually not saying yes to any of them. And then he's like, what could the reason be? And I'm like, Edward, you, you fool. It's so clear that she likes him. It's, it's like so outrageously dumb. clear by this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he's like, he's like, I guess I'm destined to love her, but she's not destined to love me. So maybe she'll say yes to any one of these suitors. And then she says no to all of them. And then he sees that Tyler is going to ask her out and purposefully holds up the line. He like blocks them in to watch. He's like, yeah. I want to see this fail. <laughs> and, his, and his whole family thinks he's gone insane, which is great. I love which, that. Which to be fair, he kind of has. <laughs> yeah, he, he low-key has. Um, but... Um, you know, he, he basically just watches Bella and is like, wow, she's such a nice person, which, like, duh. It's nice. We get some, like, we'll go into it further, but we get some nice, mm. like, Bella personality, we which is do. nice, because in, like, Bella is not the most self-confident woman. Like, she's not mm. super insecure, but throughout Twilight, you don't get her being like, and here are all of my traits. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice to see someone romanticise Bella a bit. It's a nice thing. And you're like, oh, this it- is why he's in love with her. It's very cute. Mm. She invites um, a girl to join the group project that no one wants to join. It's just cute. They Then, you know, the classic fight happens between mm-hmm. Bella and Edward. Yeah. The one where she's like, why don't you just let a van squish me? And Edward is <laughs> horrified that she thinks this. But I, I, I'm not sure what he expected her to think at this point, to be quite yeah. honest. You she know? does call him out as well. She's like, I don't know where you stand. You're being really weird. Mm, <laughs> like, pick a personality. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, I guess we'll never talk again. Ugh. Except that doesn't happen. And he goes to watch her sleep. That's this chapter. Yes. That's this chapter. Um, he says that he's doing it. Basically, he's like, well, if I'm going to be the one that kills her, I need to make sure that it doesn't happen in a horrible accident, e.g. Mm-hmm. smooching her too hard. But wait, yeah. she's a human accidents happen every day so I, I really need to make sure that yeah. nothing happens so he goes to her house and yeah sleep. but then he falls in love with her he does we'll get into all of this deeper we're just going to give you a quick run over and then well, the chapter basically ends by her being like him being like why didn't you ask me to the dance and she's like i've told yeah. you and you've heard everyone else i'm going to seattle and he's like cool i'll drive you and she's like oh, yeah fine you can drive me <laughs> I love that bit. Um, I remember in Twilight, there's that bit where Bella's like, why the hell is he offering me a ride? What? Because 
he's decided that he now wants to be friends with her. Well, obviously yeah. he wants to be friends with her because he's now like super duper in love with her, and it's like okay, well, <laughs> throw this, throw this, throw this to the wind, I guess. You know, <laughs> it's, it's in fate's hands now. Yeah. So shall we get mm. into to start off? Shall we get into our favorite quotes? Yes. Um. Do you right. want Do you want to go first? I have two favourite quotes. Uh, I have, like, a funny quote and, like, a heartfelt quote, and then I have some other mm. quotes peppered through. But one, this quote is my favourite quote probably in the chapter, and I've yeah. cut out some of the middle bit because it it was a long paragraph, but to uh-huh. sum up, the quote is, insider trading rules didn't apply to psychics, and then they were all the murders. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, we will get into this um, morality question uh-huh. in a minute, because... <laughs> Okay, I really, I really need to have a discussion about it because I had so many thoughts while reading this chapter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love how nonchalant. And then there were all the murders. Like, oh my god, all the murders. Like you're right. I mean, you guys do do a lot of murdering, but uh. Uh, yeah. It's okay. like, and we also covered up crimes. Like that's the cool. interim bit. He just talks about how we like covered yeah, all these talks crimes. Yeah, about all the crimes that the clubs have done. <laughs> um, so, what's your next quote? Uh, my other quote would be, more than 80 years had passed since Carlyle found Esme, and yet he still looked at her with the incredulous eyes of first love. It would always be so for them. That's very sweet. I liked that. Yes. I thought that was nice. It does also say that it will always be like that for Rosalie and Emmett as well. But yes. not Hollis and Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Alice leaves to someone that's not a horrible confederate soldier and we support her in that yeah i think she's a lesbian mm-hmm. so, and we know. support her in that and we so support her we love her so much um <laughs> break up with jasper and date me alice xoxo yeah um so my favorite quote um is because i am a hopeless romantic and mm-hmm. mine is actually two parts of a quote that are separated by about a paragraph of yeah random nonsense from edward mm-hmm. could a dead frozen heart break it felt as though mine would. Could a dead frozen heart beat again? It felt as though mine was about to. I Aww. got chills reading That's that. That's so cute. That, like, I felt I had such a genuine emotional response to part of this chapter, and I know that makes me horrendously problematic because he's literally in her bedroom and he's having this, like, revelation, but I'm just like, oh, I can't. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a complete sucker for people falling in love. I'm awful. I'm listening to, like, a horror podcast at the moment and my brain keeps <laughs> shipping everyone in it it's really bad she like, doesn't i got no romance disease <laughs> i do it i just let's see her boyfriend once in seven months and she's like <laughs> oh he killed a bug for her that's so romantic <laughs> you know what it might actually be that but i just i'm just like mm, love like i could back it up though if anyone challenged me on anything i'd be like i can back it up i have this i have the receipts but i just i really <laughs> really liked that because i thought it was a really nice juxtaposition mm-hmm. and like just the thought of, like, someone who's dead, their heart beating because they love someone so much. Very Can you cute. tell that Warm Bodies is one of my favourite films yet? <laughs> it's very cute. I think that comes into the whole vampire soulmate things as well. Cause it did. Edward, I can't find the exact line, but Edward talks about how he's frozen at 17 and all of his likes from when he was 17. And I thought that was interesting. I don't know if you knew that. Mm. But all of his opinions and likes and dislikes from when he was 17 are exactly the same, which kind of helps cement the age thing yeah. a bit. Like, we're never going to be able to undo mm. the he's 101 mm. and she's 17. But I think it 
in in the realms of this paranormal age gap it's nice that they kind of confirm that his brain is stuck at mm. 17 and so are all of his opinions and it says that the only thing that's changed for any of them is falling in love and then that yeah. changes forever because they're set solid which is nice <laughs> yeah i i mean that sounds exhausting to be quite frank oh sure all the emotions and whatever i had at 17 because i would hate that wow. yeah. So I, we shall talk about vampire soulmates now. So mm-hmm. basically, he says that when a vampire changes, it was a rare and permanent thing. Mm-hmm. And basically, when you love change them in an internal way, a way that would never fade, very happy about that, love that. But then I also thought about this further. That suggests that when a vampire makes a large moral choice, something like that, or something like br- groundbreaking like love, it does mm-hmm. fundamentally change them as people, which is why yeah. the Volturi are so evil, right? They have it made the fundamental decision to do that whole nasty business. Yeah. So they're, like, evil for life, whereas with the Cullens, they've literally decided to be vegetarian. I think it's nice the way that they describe them being, like, completely frozen, everything, their, their morals are all frozen mm. and stuff, and, like, big events can change them, because they're, they're still, they're not people, but they're people, you know? But, like, mm. everything about them is stone, like, mind and body, yeah. it makes sense. And that kind of makes more sense, even though they hate, like, high yeah. school and stuff. It kind of does feed into the why they do try and live as, like, high schoolers mm. and stuff instead of being like, I'm 35, I just look young, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it yeah, makes sense because they're still in their high school mindset and mm. they will be forever. Yeah, like, I think you can do, like, a bit of uni when you're, like, 17, 18. I think that's fair enough. I think yeah. uni is the furthest you could go with that. Like, yeah, like, as think, far as I can tell, you know, they, like, they graduate, they go to uni, and then sometimes they work in a job for a bit, and then they move, which mm. is, like, I mean, to enough. be honest, if I was there, I would just model. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be the best <laughs> yeah. Instagram model. <laughs> True, but, like, but then people would recognise you, and they can't be public, because then people would know when they move, they'd be like, hey, <laughs> it's like okay. you seem like... Keanu Reeves and like the Regency paintings you're like hmm vampire man true whereas if Keanu Reeves chose to like lead a quiet life we wouldn't have seen him in all these Regency paintings that he exists in right we've talked about vampire soulmates for a bit and before before we get on to the main part of this chapter which is Edward and Bella because that's going to take up I assume most of our conversation Uh should we talk about everyone else because one of my other favorite moments was the humans chat really good really enjoyed it loved it really enjoyed them talking about comic-con oh my god yeah okay right so um let me quickly find this Mm. so i'll let you find it and then we'll put it out yeah (laughs) everyone's like okay so where would you go what's on your dream bucket list holiday Mm -hmm. destination which is a wonderful conversation i love it Mine's Venice, personally, for the Mass oh, Festival. Very yeah. good. What's yours, Katie? <laughs> oh, mine's 100% Disney World, and I'm trying to get there. I've been trying to get there for 10 years. I'm very basic. Uh... <laughs> Jess and um, Lauren are like, you know, the French Riviera, Jamaica. Um, Tyler says Amsterdam, just for the red light district. And I'm like, mm, that's creepy, Tyler. Also, you're <laughs> underage. So, yeah. mm, no. <laughs> So we don't go there for the red light district, go there for the, you know, the other stuff. Damn. <laughs> but then Eric is like, I want to go to Comic-Con, and everyone makes fun of him. And then Bella, which sadly is not because she's a massive nerd, it's just because she's nice, is like, yeah, Comic-Con's cool. <laughs> and then Mike like, yeah. backpedals, and it's like, the costumes are cool. I love Slave Yulaya, and it's like, oh my oh, god, what? Mike, that's so on brand. <laughs> it really is. Um, I mean, I also would really like to go to Comic-Con. Mm. I've never been. Um massive nerd alert i started cosplaying about like 
about a year ago now. I'm mm-hmm. like, I just really want to go to Comic Con. Like, it's it's a good time. Place. I want to. <laughs> I'm a cosplay veteran. <laughs> you are. Katie's like been there, done that, and I'm like new and shiny and fresh faced. And I'm like, look at the TikToks I've been making, and she's like, that's nice fun. That's nice, dear. <laughs> no, my favorite thing about this Comic Con conversation, though, is like it's not massively widely known, but like within the Comic Con community, everyone knows that. Comic-Con in America was really made massive by Twilight. Like, mm. it was always a niche before. It was always existed. But Twilight in, I think, 2008 and onwards made the lines all around the whole halls and made it sell out for the first time. And it's really what made, like, the Comic-Con name become live streamed. So I feel like this was just a little shot up from Stephanie May. I'm like, haha, this is niche, but it's not niche after me because now everyone okay. knows what Comic-Con is. People still I judge it that. and whatever. But it, like, absolutely was made massive by Twilight. Like, there's so many studies on how it made it massive. And now that's why we yeah. have all the huge, big announcement panels. They never existed before. It was a niche panels where fans would talk about it to other fans. Oh and sometimes God. you'd, like, secure a writer. And now it's this massive event. And it is a good amount down to Twilight. And, you know, nerd culture is a bit like, Twilight ruined it. But still, yeah. I don't think so. I think it helps. But the main bit about this that makes me laugh is that Bella has no idea what Comic-Con is. No. <laughs> so she just, like, goes along with what Eric's saying and then finally twigs that it's in San Diego. Yeah. And I just, I think that's really, really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have every boy <laughs> asking Bella out. Yeah, very good. It's so weird. Like, I mean, the way that it happens technically means that Mike is the alpha of the group. <laughs> yeah, but we knew that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so Mike... Mike asks her out. Well, he doesn't ask her out. He says, I'd like you to ask me to Classy. Them, which is, <laughs> classy as I ever, mean, Mike. <laughs> very classy. Um, but then she's like, she is, she sticks to the girl code and, and you know, she would anyway because she doesn't really like Mike. But I think even if she did like Mike, she would actually respect yeah, Jess. Yeah, probably. And she's like, Jess already asked you. And she even tells him that he's being rude for not saying yes to yeah. her. Which I really appreciate. So Mike goes away. Mm, good. Like, wounded. <laughs> um, and then, it's so funny, because he even tells her that Jess asked him, yeah. like, and is expecting her to be upset, and then she's, yeah, she's like, like, cool, go with Jess. Oh, great, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> then Eric asks her out, mm-hmm. and she's like, I thought you knew I was going to Seattle, and Eric's like, oh, I thought you were just being nice to Mike, which would be the worst lie ever. Can you imagine me like, no, I'm going to Seattle that day, and then turn up the next day and be like, yeah, I am actually going to Seattle. With your best mate as well. <laughs> with your best mate, yeah. <laughs> And then finally Tyler asks mm-hmm. her out and he's like, hey, Bella, we're going to the dance together. And she's like, we are not. I am going to Seattle. Yeah. And she gets like annoyed mm-hmm. at him. And then he's like, cool, there's always prom. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I think it's funny, but I also really like how annoyed Bella gets by it. Yeah. She's like, I don't like this. I get that I am new and shiny to you. Can you go like the girls in your class? <laughs> No. One of my favourite things about Bella in this chapter is that she's, like, nice and cheerful, though. It's a very cheerful Bella chapter. And Edward yeah. cannot stand it. <laughs> what does he say? Her voice had been pleasant, friendly, 180 degrees from last time I spoke to her. Just because she comes into biology and is like, hi, Edward, and then is like, that's fine. <laughs> she's, like, lightly cheerful, and he's like, what could this mean? Is she not tormented and in trauma from me? And she's like, sup, dude? <laughs> I know. I think... There's this, like, stereotype about Bella is that she is, like, completely unemotional as, like, Edward the whole time. I know, time. and she's but not. She's not. She has a range of emotions. She is. She has a range. I love her. 
she's, she's very nice in this chapter. It's very cute. And the way Edward talks about her in uh, that bit is very cute. So she um, asks the girl in her class that no one talks to to be on their project, uh, which yeah. is nice. And like he's like, that will pull down her grade, but it might save her grade. And I'm like, very nice. Good. Uh, and then Edward is just so noticing sweet. all these nice things about her. And it's he says, it was often like this with her, mm. never stepping out of her quiet comfort zone except for someone else's perceived need. Changing the subject whenever her circle of human friends grew too close to each other. Thanking a teacher for their lesson if the teacher seemed down. Giving up her locker for a more inconvenient location so the two best friends could be neighbours. Smiling a certain smile that never surfaced for her contented friends, only revealing itself as someone is hurting. Little things that none of her acquaintances or admirers ever seemed to see. It's very cute. It's very nice. I like that Bella gets it's some nice cute. romanticised description. <laughs> Very sweet. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and then they spend the whole of biology staring at each mm -hmm. other, and Bella is like fully blushing, yeah. and he's like, "But for why?" And I'm like, "Shh, And Mike comes to talk to her, and Mike's he's absolutely cute. seething. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I just don't even know what this emotion is." Yeah, he's there being like, "Mike is creating an image of her in her head that's not real," but I, but then he's doing the exact same thing. But he's like, "These boys don't yeah. get her." Like I get her, and I'm like, "Dude, you've had three conversations," and he's like, "How dare they create an image Literally. of her that's not her? They're not seeing it." And he's doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I know. Um, I also favorite Bella moment of this chapter. Mm -hmm. She has a fight with Edward, turns around to leave, and then falls over. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Drops all her books. I was like, a queen. Because I've been there, I've fully tripped up on like, you know the metal lip of mm -hmm. doors that like kind of sticks up a bit? I've fully tripped like really badly on those before. Yeah. Never after an argument with someone because <laughs> I think I might die of shame, mm -hmm. but um, she does, she falls and then he like super speed picks all the books up and she's like, no, yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> Don't like that. He's like not like other girls in really her and she's just like, leave me alone. <laughs> but it, it does make me laugh that he's like, I've got to be like subtle and no one can guess I'm a vampire and then he's like super speeding around Bella to do nice things for her and it's like sir you I know. know he's like I must quickly zoom to pick up all her books and put them in order not much other Cullen action no not really um Alice is like can you can I be her friend yet and he's like no and she's like but please classic Rosalie line with can you not be an idiot if you even can <laughs> we love <laughs> we love her um alice is still yeah i have to see i would have liked to see how twilight would have gone if edward had kept away from mm. bella for a little longer but alice had become friends with her i think that would have been i'm sure there's a fan fiction of that cool. maybe when we finish midnight song we'll get onto something like that <laughs> Ooh, yeah maybe we'll do some fun <laughs> that would things. be fun um that would be fun and then so but yeah i think that's everyone else for yeah. this chapter so let's get into the the big stuff <laughs> Let's go on to Bells and Eds, mm -hmm. right? Um, he goes hunting, mm -hmm. like, a huge amount so he can go to our house and not yeah. eat her. Yeah. Um, He's outside. One line I did like is the, I liked the, I settled in to wait for stray meteorites. I thought that was very poetic, but horrible premise, but very pretty. pretty. Very pretty, yeah. but horrible premise. Um, yeah. So basically, if, if you're not reading along Midnight Sun with us, his rationalisation about the, because Stephanie Meyer has to give some reason that, he's at her house because mm. like in the books he's just like oh I like watching you sleep it's calming and like we know now that's super creepy <laughs> and it was creepy when it came yeah. out but now there's a lot of criticism from it and it has to exist in Midnight Sun you know I mean you can't just edit that yeah. part out it's an iconic part of the book so he has to try and rationalize it and Stephanie Meyer has to try and rationalize it and I think she's done it in the best way possible 
while Sipka's mm. action is still creepy, the rationalisation is the best possible one, which is that yeah. he just, basically, he has two pages where he talks himself into a massive anxiety spiral, yeah. where he's just like, oh my god, someone's in her house, someone's going to murder I her. <laughs> I have to say, like, this was paired with the I'm 17 forever, like, I completely get it. The description of Edward's anxiety spiral, very realistic. Really well because done. you know when yeah. you're like, oh, I shouldn't do it, but I just need to check, but I just need to check, but I just need to check. Yeah. Like, that's basically what he does, and he's like, okay, I will go near her house. Oh, but, like, what if something happens closer, and I need to be near her house to here? Oh, but I'm just outside, but um, what if something is actually in there with her? Oh, God, what if there's a poisonous snake, mm-hmm. even though we don't live in a place with venomous snakes? Yeah, and that's why he says the, the meteorites line. Because earlier on he's like, well, maybe a meteorite will hit her. So he settles into it's a stray meteorite. So I think it's not an excusable action, but it's the most sympathetic route. No. Like, this is the only way you can have any sympathy for him whilst it's still not being an acceptable action, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm never going to be like, it's cool that he did that, but... (laughs) No, it's not cool. He at least feels bad and it's like, oh god, am I just some sick peeping yeah, Tom? Yeah, that's like, a good line. At least he well, knows that he's technically wrong. not no. Yeah, because like peeping Tom is a completely other other thing. But what you're doing is incredibly creepy. Yeah, yes, and he's like so, talking about how repulsive yeah. he like finds himself for doing it, and I'm like, good. That's the correct emotion. I'm glad that even though you have to include this in your like Edward Cullen point of mm. view book, like you can at least make it like he knows it's bad and the yeah. premise is bad, and you can give him the limited like sympathy that's available for doing this which is nice i think it's nice this is the part where he gets into like rationalizing himself and being like insider trading lords didn't apply to psychics which i love <laughs> so then he like kills a spider in her room because <laughs> mm. he like i'd actually quite like that yeah. if anyone knows where i can hire an edward to get rid of all my books yeah. for me like watching a girl sleep creepy and bad watching a girl sleep so you can protect her from spiders Maybe I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, um, and then he has a big old paragraph about all the crimes he's yeah. done and all the crimes the vampires yeah. do. He's like, oh, there's um, all the fraud which... and instead of trading, and then there was the murders and the covering the murders, and none of us solved any like, none of us like served any time for all the murders that we did. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh, but um, we forge. Uh, we forge all our IDs and stuff, which, I mean, it's, like, really not the same thing as watching someone no, sleep. like, that's my, that's my main issue with all these arguments. He's like, oh, human laws don't apply to me. And I'm like, yeah, because you're hundreds of years old, like, obviously you're going to have to have a fake passport. Yeah, he's not, he's like, not logical in this. He's just like, well, we've broken other laws, so why not break this law now, too? <laughs> yeah, it's like, sir, that's not how that works. No. Um, also, like... Insider trading is he says insider trading. It's not actually insider trading. They're just transferring their own inheritance that they have, which has got insane interest on mm-hmm. it. It's a Captain America situation. Yeah. Okay. No one did Captain America for insider trading when he like suddenly woke up like sixty years in the future and was like, "Oh crap, my stocks!" Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't think Captain America. Has yeah, I think they do. I think she like but... predicts like stocks and stuff as well as that. <laughs> I think that's what he means by insider trading. But she can't always know, right? I I think she's probably pretty sure. That kind of stuff... Eh. I don't super care. Yeah. In in the context of a novel, like, fraud is not bad. And, like, in general life, fraud is probably not as bad as murder, I would say. Hot take. (laughs) But then also, like, all the murders they did, like... I mean... They were all bad They were not all bad people. Except 
murder that Emmett did. The murder that Emmett did is inexcusable. Yeah, and, and, and Jasper. <laughs> oh yeah, also Jasper just sucks. Yeah. Like Rosalie just killed bad eggs, which we don't care about. Uh, I don't really know if yeah. Carlisle killed anyone. I don't think Esme did. Um, we don't have a bunch of Carlisle and Esme backstory. Like we know how they fit into yeah. Edward's life, but we don't know that before. But yeah, Carlisle stayed with the Volturide, but he was vegetarian the entire time he was there. Yeah. They talk about so, um, they, he was like, they talk about like oh well these murders happen every now and again so I would assume there has maybe been a few accidents, especially because yeah. Emmett's just came okay. up in the other chapter, but you know oh, Emmett Emmett yeah so out here doing the murders them, like, from that <laughs> not the same thing yeah. you know and like because they've not tried to become like insane CEOs or something and I assume they pay their taxes and also have a charitable fund I'm gonna go with it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, but. like Edward does say all of this and how bad it is, and then, but at the end of him talking about unrationalizing it, he does say it was all rationalization, evil arguments from the devil on my left shoulder. Mm. I knew that, but there was no angel on the right, and I would behave as the nightmarish Aww. creature that I was. So still bad, but like at least like, in the context of the novel, it's not being rationalized. You can just see that it's him trying to rationalize it. So you know, he's so stupid though. He's like, oh my god, like I have no morals. I'm so evil, and I'm like. Dude, if you had no morals, you would have eaten Bella the moment you yeah. see her. He's so stupid. He loves to be like, oh, I'm just like evil and bad and bad and evil. But he's not. He's like a little baby. He's like, constantly talking about, especially cherub. like Esme, he's constantly talking about how good and how kind Esme is. I'm like, cool. So you think that yeah. you're this evil monster because you're a vampire, but she's allowed to still have a soul and be kind. Like, you can pick that too, Edward. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> like, Literally. you can choose that as well. It's clearly possible. Can't. It's the level of self, like of self hatred he mm-hmm. has, um, and it's like okay, but you know, he, he'll never accept it. You know, he, you know what? That's his whole thing. He still has like mad religious stuff mm-hmm. from when he was seventeen, yeah. and he'll keep it forever. I guess. Yes. Um, and then she says his name in her sleep. <laughs> yes, and then he completely falls in love with her, and is like, "How did I ever think she was average looking? She's the most beautiful creature I." ever see mm. like and i love her so very much and then i think it's quite sweet because he describes her as just wearing like baggy pajamas yeah. and he's just like <laughs> she is exquisite <laughs> classic stephanie is, meyer moves what we all want really <laughs> it's what we all mm-hmm. want isn't it um <laughs> but um then he sort of like stares at some yeah more. and that's when he decides that like He's maybe there's a third option. He's either gonna like obviously yeah. you know that the second option comes true, but right now he's uh, thinking like I can either love her and turn her into this horrible monster that I am, or I can kill her. And now he's like, well maybe I can love mm. her just for her human life, uh, and that will be fine. And I will keep mm. her alive and human and not condemn her to be alive forever in my sin cave. <laughs> so that's when he yeah. decides that he's gonna try. And befriend her. And then the next day in school, mm. he does this 180 on how he's been treating her because she obviously yeah. he's heard her say Edward in her sleep and that means the world. Um, and she's like, dude, mm. what? why are you being nice to me? I thought you hated me. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> One thing I really appreciate is that he is like, if Bella doesn't want to know me because she's annoyed, like, if she doesn't want to know me and she is horrified by what I am, then, you know, I will listen to her say yeah, no. Yeah, we love that. Um, we also get a really nice Esme moment as he runs home to get changed and then runs to school and she's like, oh, thank God he's not depressed anymore. That was bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which is sweet. Um, 
they have their big like conversation mm-hmm. where she's like, "Are you trying to make fun of me?" And he's like, "No, I really like you, but you shouldn't be my friend. But I really like you, but you should stay yeah. away." <laughs> she she asks him if he's bipolar, which that isn't what that means, baby. Yeah, he says you okay. have. She says something like multiple personality disorder, and I'm like, I know what you mean, and that's not what you mean. <laughs> Please just say why you're being like this. <laughs> you know, you don't need to weaponize mental illness, Bella. Come on. Instead, simply quote Katy Perry. You change your mind like a girl changes clothes. Again, sexist, but fine. <laughs> no, you just need to be like, why? Like, why do? You, why are you so moody? Yeah, like even just, just say, say moody. Why are you so moody yeah. you know. I do quite like that we get a little bit of flirty, flirty Edward. Mm. You know? I like that he's like fun um, and jokey when, with her, and it's nice. Yeah, he's like fun. He's like, hey, let me give you a ride to Seattle, and she's like, Ugh, no, and he's like, but can you even make it there on one tank of gas? Mm-hmm. And she's like, why is that even your issue? And he's like, the wasting of finite resources is everyone's issue, mm-hmm. Bella, <laughs> which I really like. Um, I really appreciated that. I thought that was very funny. I like to see them, you know, you know, do a little flirt, flirt like mm-hmm. a regular couple. They don't go to Seattle, then, right? Like this is the part where they go to the meadow. No. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Um, so. End of the chapter, they've agreed to go to Seattle together. Yeah. Very nice. So I don't think they're going to get there <laughs> together in one piece. Mm. So what was your highlight and your low light Ooh. of this chapter? Mm. My highlight, I think, was Vampire Soulmate. I think that's nice. Mm. I think that's a nice thing. Yes, I agree. That was also my highlight. Vampire Soulmates. I love yeah. that. I just, big love. My low light, which I'm sure is probably the same as you, is there's no way to be in a girl's room that you don't know and it not be creepy. Like, she's done her best with it. Like, I know she wrote it in the first place, but, like, to rationalise it and stuff, I think that's the only semi-sympathetic but not excusable way to do it. But, mm -mm, still not a fan, still not good. Yeah. And also, unfortunately, this was the thing that um, sort of injected this trope into multiple other YA fan yeah. fiction, no, not fan fiction, <laughs> YA fiction yeah. at the time because, um, I, I think it was the Hush Hush series mm. that included fallen angels and things. But this girl had like a garden angel who you would just like watch mm. her all the time. Which obviously, garden angel is like is your bag, mm-hmm. but like, it's weird when you start a relationship yeah. with. Them. Twilight really is the blueprint be... for paranormal romances in yeah. the modern age. Like, obviously, if you if you read into like gothic fiction and stuff, obviously, like most of the tropes and stuff come yeah. from that. But a lot of like teen readers who are the audience, this is their introduction to those tropes. No one's been like, well, this is acceptable yeah. because this is gothic fiction. Like, you don't read Wuthering yeah. Heights and be like, well, Heathcliff is problematic. Like, yeah, you know exactly. that they're horrible and like Heathcliff is horrible. That's yeah. the staple of the genre. But Twilight really yeah, cemented and I think that. That's the thing. It's that like. Um, everyone's like, oh my god, Edward's so horrible. He's so horrible for no reason. He's not horrible for no reason. He's horrible because he's a Byronic hero. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be dark and gloomy. However, I'd argue that Edward gets worse. Yeah, 100%. So, like, we know going into this that we do not approve of Edward's behaviour. Like, yeah. we're both feminist women. We've both engaged in the content. Yeah. We love Twilight, mm. but we also have big problems yes. with it. And those problems aren't going to go away in Midnight Sun, yeah. so... I think it's worth just yeah. recognising those. But still, we can still enjoy it. <laughs> I, think, I think we can all agree that Edward is a Heathcliff, not a Darcy. For sure. <laughs> I think that just about does it for today. That was Chapter 5, Invitations. Join us next yeah. time for Chapter 6, Blood Type. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you want to, you can follow us on our TikTok or our Instagram, at MidnightFunPod. Or you can email us with whatever you thought of the chapter, any questions, we'd love to hear from you. So over there, we're midnightfunpod at gmail.com. So 
So thanks for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. Goodbye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends.